Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. We have another amazing guest for you today. Um, but before we get into that, please make sure that you give us a like. Make sure that you're subscribed to the channel. Obviously, that helps the channel a lot. It also allows us to let you know when we have new interviews and other forms of media dropping. So give us a like and a subscribe. And remember, all our pad, uh, podcasts are brought to you by CN Chili's. That's cnchilies.com, the best hot sauce you could buy, C-I-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-S.com. Use comics at checkout and save 15%. I use it constantly. I know you're going to love CN Chilies. It is amazing. All right, without further ado, today we are speaking with the one and only Robert Geronimo. He is the writer, creator, and artist on Blood Realm, um, an amazing fantasy series that I think you're going to love. Um, it is brought to you by Alterna Comics. That's why I got my shirt on today. Um, but yeah, man, he's been doing this for the last uh, couple years. A great series. Can't wait for you to dig into it. In fact, if you follow me on Instagram, TikTok, we're actually going to have a uh, giveaway where we will give away issue one and two so you could get into the series and you could find out how amazing it is for yourself. All right, everybody, without further ado, here's Geronimo and I. Thanks, everybody. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the World at War Comics podcast today. My special guest is Mr. Robert Geronimo. Geronimo, thanks for joining, man. Been wanting to get you on for a while. I feel like I've had the entire team from Alterna on, and I don't know why I haven't been able to get you on, but man, I'm glad that we finally made contact. And of course, you yep. were so awesome and so kind to be able to jump on. So we appreciate it, man. Big fan of your work. Oh, thank you. I am thrilled to be here. So yeah, uh, yeah you were missing the one, one important piece. Of the <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> now it's complete. Now it's complete. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you have the longest running comic with Alterna right now, as far as active writers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have, um, uh, it came out on a Wednesday and yeah. Blood Realm, I would say. That's true. Two, but, but, but that's the, but I'm the single creator. In terms of single creator comic, it would be, it would be blood realm. Yeah. yeah. And now are you doing any writing for it came out on a Wednesday as well? Cause I know it's kind of a team effort and a lot of people come in and out of that. Right. Uh, I had something in like some of the first issues. Okay. Uh, but, but lately I just haven't had time, you know, yeah, because yeah. blood realms <laughs> taken over my whole entire life, which I can't complain. I can't complain. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I don't think people realize if you have been able to pick up blood realm and check it out, um geronimo i mean you're the you're the writer the creator yeah. the artist yeah. the letterer so yeah. i mean you got to probably be pretty at least a few months ahead of schedule right because that's a lot of responsibility to take within one issue it yeah. is it really is and now for the newer ones i've been getting some guest artists to tell some short stories to kind of awesome. fill in the blanks of certain stuff yeah because it's, just a, it's a huge undertaking yeah. it's a huge undertaking but i love it and I get to choose certain artists that whose style kind of fit the story in yeah, this particular yeah. period, whether it's the future part of Blood Realm or the past part of Blood Realm. So yeah. that's a fun thing to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would think that would be pretty awesome. I'm sure there's a lot of artists that want to jump in too, especially if they've read it and kind of got oh, into sure. it. Oh, sure. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, let, let's kind of go way back a little bit, uh, Geronimo, because uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into Blood Realm, but I would love to know, how did you get into comics? I mean, when did the passion mm. for comic books start in your life? Yeah, so uh, it started when I was a kid, yeah. and seeing comics, these pictures, 
with moving images because that's what they are comics are moving images at the end of the day and you have these titanic right they're almost like titan like heroes greek mythology type builds battling monsters the thing is about comics is that it felt like anything was possible there wasn't some kind of movie budget that no matter what any kind of story you could find any kind of story in them and it felt like the possibilities were endless and it was really up to either the artist or writer's capabilities and that was it and <laughs> so incredibly inspiring for me and i knew i wanted to i wanted to do this stuff i knew it and my first comic was actually bought by my mother for me because um she was a huge superman fan oh huge. cool and she loved the dynamic between superman and lois lane she just loved all that stuff so I remember she got me my first comic when we were in the grocery store when I was young, trying to keep me quiet. <laughs> and I remember I was I was blown away, loved it. It worked. Yeah. And then when I found out there were shops dedicated to this stuff when I was young, <laughs> I was going to live there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then there were genres of, yeah. of movies, but then you have horror, yeah. you have dark fantasy, you have superhero. And I felt like my mind, everything was just literally blown. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. I knew I wanted to work in this medium. And that was it. Yeah, that's awesome. So you must have been uh, captured by dark fantasy and thriller. Um, because yes. I'm getting those vibes from Blood Realm a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't allowed, though, yeah. when I was young to have those. Sure. <laughs> but whenever I was there at the comic shop, I was... Yeah. Always like like Hellblazer was always pulling me, John Constantine, those covers, you know, and I was always like, uh, Superman's cool, but that looks cooler, you know. And he's like, no, 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 and I'd be like, so what ended up happening was my cousin, who was who was much older than me, he had a gigantic, gigantic uh, box of comics that he was like, I'm moving, you know, I don't really have any need for this anymore. It served me well. He was he was, wasn't even going to sell them. He goes, Do you want them? Yeah. And it was like Christmas for me. It was like the greatest gift. Yeah. And for him, it was he was just being like, hey, you want my comics? Yeah. yeah. And me, I was like, <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> After that moment, every genre, everything was in there. He collected everything. Conan the Barbarian, yeah. Cole the Conqueror, all that stuff. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. That was it for me. Hellblazer was in there. I finally got my Hellblazer Aliens comics. And then there was Predator Cold War. Yeah. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. <laughs> I just loved it. And That's I loved awesome, it and the way man. the art was. It's yeah. so many different styles, you know. And then slowly I got introduced in my high school years to Frank Miller. Yeah. And I always gravitated to the creators who drew and wrote their own stuff. Okay. Because that's yeah. something I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, they had their style. It was it was a Frank Miller drawing and it was a Frank Miller story. Yeah. Yeah. If you awesome. felt that, you felt the, the creator vision. For sure. And that was it. <laughs> now, what passion started first? Once you got into comics, once you knew you wanted to be here, mm. once you knew the genre you wanted to dive into, sure. um, did writing become a passion or did art become a passion? Oh, yeah. That's a great question. I was always drawing first mm-hmm. and then I would write the stories. And it's funny. That's how I actually work still, which is, which is funny thinking about it. Do you it. draw first and then write the story to the drawing? Yeah, so I'll have the outline of what the story is going to be. I have the, the you know the story beats and the the yeah. specific lines I really like. I'll write them right. down on the side. Yeah, but I 
I feel because it's it, it is a it's a medium of imagery. Yeah. I feel like it's important for the words to serve the art, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, then, otherwise, if if it's if it's the opposite way, you know, sometimes you could have words that are just repeating what you see in the drawing. Yeah, you know, it yeah. gets redundant. You know, because mm-hmm. the, the the image needs to tell some of that story as well and let that do its thing. Mm-hmm. So that's how Good that's point. how I tend to work. But yeah. what's funny is that I used to think there was a period where I was like, well, I have to pick one. I have yeah. to pick one. Am yeah. I an artist? Am yeah. I a writer? Am I an artist or a writer? Yeah. And then I still slowly started to realize like, wait a minute, comics are both. Yeah. yeah. Why am I picking? <laughs> Why am I picking? Yeah. That's it. Let me do everything. <laughs> I won't sleep. Who needs to sleep? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a, a creator of your own comic, I, I would think mm-hmm. it's a little less expensive if you have that skill set to do both too. It is. It <laughs> yeah. definitely, it definitely yeah, yeah. is. It, it's time consuming, but time, of yeah. course, yes, it is less expensive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's expensive creating your own comic, man. I don't know how so many people are into it because uh, you, you want to do right by the artist because to your point, the art has to tell a, a large portion of that story. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of conversation with creators and that dance between writer and mm-hmm. artist is so unique. Um, yeah. And you really have to be kind of on that save wavelength. So the artist 100%. really needs to understand what you're trying to portray within your story. I assume it's easier since you're both the writer and the artist, but I'm wondering if there's any differences. Obviously the dance mm. is with yourself, right? And sure. so, and, and now that you kind of write an outline, you do the art and then you go mm-hmm. back and you add the words. Right. Do you think that makes it a little bit easier or are there their own unique things that make it a little bit challenging doing both sides on your own? Uh, that's a great question. There are sometimes challenges because what will happen is as I draw, mm-hmm. all of a sudden a new story idea will come. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's stuff that I, lucky thing, I didn't write everything down and yeah. be committed to that outline because now this line I just made, the way I drew this, yeah, now I, I, I could branch off to another little scene. Yeah, yeah. And you have to play the balance though of controlling yourself. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you because, can never get done with an issue. Uh, right? <laughs> that's right. So that is why I like page restrictions. Yeah. yeah. I'm always asking Pete, hey, just remind me how many pages I can do. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, only this? Yes, stay under this? Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, yeah. That forces me to rein it in and yeah. just tell a concise story. Because otherwise, when you're your own creator, you can really go off yeah. on a whole thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so the the restrictions help. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I would think so. I think those restrictions would be really important because I could yeah. imagine, to your point, right, as you're doing it, you're always thinking of like, oh man, if I did this, it would be even better. Like, yep. where where is that ceiling, and and who's controlling Geronimo in that situation, yes. right? Yes. So, do you have people around you where you kind of, and maybe it is Pete, or maybe it's Wes, or some of the other mm-hmm. guys in the sure. team. Are you like, hey, can you read this? Because I'm thinking of another idea, but maybe it's okay the way it is, just so you don't yeah. get into that. And probably, you know, I mean, you've been doing it long enough to where you probably can mm-hmm. control yourself, I would assume. But at the beginning, right. I could, I would think that that would be really hard to manage your time because of that feeling. Oh, yeah. I have two people yeah. that that are just people who just read. Yeah. And I say, okay. And they're people I trust, and I know they're going to give me the the absolute truth. Yeah. I say, 
does this make sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because my brain is connecting this <laughs> time period, this character, that character, those names, that history. Yeah. Does this make sense? Or does this sound like a madman's gibberish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and they tell me you know like i i didn't i didn't get that from this part i'm like okay well i need to make that clearer so yeah, yeah, yeah. and i run some things to uh, you know to pete too and he's always sure, great sure, yeah. he's always honest without a doubt you know pete pete seems like a pretty honest guy and and for all the right reasons so yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. yeah he's great to work with as a publisher he's never sitting there going you know you need to change this because uh, this is what's going on in today's time it's like no what's your vision that yeah. is your vision. And he'll give recommendations because he sure. reads the stories too. Yeah, And yeah. he'll be like, you know, this is great. Uh, you know, it'd be really interesting, hint, hint, if you kind of explored this part. I'm like, oh, you like that part? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, for Pete to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that means he also sees value for the readers, you know what I mean? And what they're gravitating towards, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, he's been, um, he's owned alternate, is it 17 years? It's around there, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I don't know like what year you're considered a veteran within the industry, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it 10 years? Is it 15? Is it 20? Like, I, I'm not sure. Where, good question. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's very subjective probably, but yeah. uh, I would have to say if you owned your own comic company, if you lasted this long, oh, there's yeah. definitely some veteranness um, that oh, yeah. you could add to your name. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he is a phenomenal uh, yeah. businessman. He knows this industry incredibly well yeah. um he could see things coming like miles away and he warns yeah. us get ready <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> and i was like up. wow it really happened <laughs> exactly yeah. i was like okay i don't know how you saw that it's like an oracle <laughs> well i think you're kind of the veteran on the team right now um what issue are you on is it 16 something like that we are so um 13 is 13. is being printed but gotcha. i just finished 14 Mm -hmm. Christian Rossi is working on 1516. Nice. And we have Keir Covington working on 17 and 18. Wow. This is going to be the largest mini series. Really? In the series. This is going to so be huge. You, you normally do three part series, right? So if you look three at the parts. first nine issues, or actually exactly. 11, right? They're all three yeah. part, three part. So how many part series is this one that you're currently working on? Double six. Oh, six. Wow. This is going to be a six issue miniseries. And yeah. I think this is going to be the most epic. I've been <laughs> I've been doing so much research because yeah. I, I love history. As yeah. some of my readers know, I sure. teach art history oh, nice. know, at, at the university. So I love this stuff. Yeah. And all of the research and all of the uh, all those research papers, everything I had to do in school, everything, this is like an amalgam. All this knowledge <laughs> I, I have and passion for this stuff is now really coming into this. Yeah, yeah. This new volume is going to be crazy. Nice. Well, congratulations. It sounds amazing, man. Thank you. I just can't wait. I got to <laughs> yeah. wait till everything's done. That's, that's the hard part now. The excitement's yeah. there. It's like, nah, I got to be, I got to wait for everyone to read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's get into character development because there are some very unique characters in Blood Realm. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to kind of share with everyone how you come up with these characters. Um, do you have a favorite? Because you have the mm. first three-part series, then you get in the second three-part series, um, and there's a change in characters. And then some of those characters come back in the series after that. It'd be interesting to see um, how you come up with some of these characters. And do mm -hmm. you have a favorite out of all the characters yeah. that you created in Ooh. Blood Realm? Mm. It's a good question. Well, I'll tell you this. 
I make a conscious effort to make new characters almost every volume mm-hmm. because I that keeps me on my toes. Yep. I want to challenge myself um, and come up with different perspectives because this is a whole big war. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's essentially what this is. It's this yeah. war between these different races, different perspectives of that war. And I'm not afraid to kill characters because if I kill characters, that also allows me to make new ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and my favorite, oh boy. Well, right now it's got to be Chiron Morvell. It has yeah, to yeah. be Kai's. Right now he's my pretty favorite. Dope. Definitely pretty dope. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. He's a I'm badass. <laughs> he is. He is. He's really cool. Very stoic. And, everything about him, man. Yes, exactly. And now that this new volume's entering and exploring his origin, I feel like I, I know him better than ever now. And it's yeah. just something I can't wait to share with everyone. So I would say right now he's my favorite, but Olek is a close second. I do love <laughs> Olek. He's a really cool, you know, having the mage with yep, the staff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great character. You know, the and, sisters really trip me out, man. Yeah. They kind of freak me out a little bit. <laughs> I got the little EBGBs as I'm reading. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that's a little nutty, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I wanted that feel because... You got yeah, it. They have, <laughs> right. You know, they, they have divine powers. Yeah. Right. But we would assume it would be beautiful. Yeah, no. no, but sometimes divine stuff, right, is like beyond what we can comprehend. For sure. So, of course, we're looking at these things and their powers are remarkable. Yeah. But it's also frightening to us at the same time because we sure. can't pinpoint what they are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know for what sure. I mean? That yeah. that otherworldliness is what yeah. I wanted them to, to give that vibe to. Yeah. So, yeah, so that they, they were that, – so that's one – reason that's an inspiration for those characters yeah 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 that's awesome man so you know as you're creating all these characters what i would love to know because you've created an entire universe mm-hmm. um or a world i should probably say um because like you said it, it is a a story about a war but within right. that war right you've created this entire world does the world building come first or do you create mm-hmm. the characters and those characters are put into the world that's a that's a good question. Um, I would say when I first started, when I first started, at first it was some characters. It was a conflict. The first yeah. thing was a conflict. You know, get to point A to point B. Other people, you know, the General Gorn is trying to get that heart. He wants to take over the world and everything yep. like that. The sisters have to get there first before he does. So that was the conflict of the whole of, of the first volume. Yeah. And then what happened was once I had that and I started to sketch out the characters, I was like, okay. Now, what does the sandbox look like? Mm. Because if they're going to be making this long journey Mm -hmm. across these lands, what do these lands look like? What is the history to these lands? Because now that is a huge character in of itself. Mm -hmm. The world itself needs to be a character. And then that's how that happened. And then the more I got involved into the story with these new characters, each volume, the world just... The, the lands of Mordrin just slowly grew and grew and grew and grew. Yeah. Just naturally. So I didn't have everything planned out first. Mm-hmm. Just organically. Every, all the little pieces of the puzzle started to fill. And now Mordrin is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then as far as character development, since you are um, a professor at a university mm-hmm. teaching art history, yeah. how much history 
is influencing the characters that you're developing within the world that oh. you created. Oh, tremendous, tremendous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to, you know, history, just sometimes you read it, you're like, this is absolutely insane that yeah. you read about stuff that Alexander the Great did. You're just like, this, this, yeah. this can't be real. How can this Ruthless be Ruthless at times, right? Oh, I mean, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Incredible. And it's amazing what yeah. people in the past accomplished. And, you know, it's such a great well of inspiration. So, and also my own inspiration and my own, my own conflict and things I've went through in my life as well are poured into the characters. Every one of them is a piece of me, you know, my fears, my doubts, my joy, they're all in there too. It's almost like one giant therapy session. <laughs> That's essentially what it is, right? <laughs> well, hopefully it's creating like a positive effect because when oh, I yes. read these, man, I'm thinking, I, I don't know, I'm going to go, there's a neighbor I don't like and I'm getting a lot of visions on what I could do to that person, you know? <laughs> so hopefully oh, it doesn't God. have the, the adverse effect that you think you're having, you know? <laughs> no, no. It's working on me. Okay, good. Well, I guess that's all that matters, right? That's all. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's true, and yeah. uh, but you have to go there. Yeah. As as a character, if you're going to make characters like this, I mean, as a creator, you have to get deep in there. Yeah. You got to dig, especially you want to create characters that really resonate and connect with people in a different way, besides from how cool they look. Yeah, yeah. Because you can have a really cool looking character, and you just love the way that character looks. Yeah. But if you want sometimes readers to feel something, you're going to get down there and, and you got to put yourself in those situations. You got to say, wow, how would I feel in that situation? Yeah. You know, yeah. And you got you, you to gotta really feel it. You got to get mm-hmm. that empathy going for your characters when they go through tragedy. And yeah. Like I should feel when certain characters kick the bucket in Blood Run so far, I, <laughs> I should feel upset. Yeah. Because if I don't feel upset, the reader's not going to yeah. feel upset. Exactly. They need to feel that loss because I feel a loss. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's important. And, and I, I wonder in a, what your feeling is in a story where it really is a warfare, right? There has to be stakes. Has to be. And if your characters aren't vulnerable to mm. what's taking place, right? I'm not sure that the buy-in can be as strong to the story. Right. And, and I don't know what your feeling is, right? I mean, we've seen Superman die. We've seen a lot of people die, oh, yeah. right? But there's that saying in comics that no one really ever dies, <laughs> right? Because in, right. in reality, I mean, let's face it, you know, you're not going to take an 85-year-old character and just be done with him and move on. No. Right? It's not going to happen, right? Especially because he's a brand. Yeah, it's a he's brand. A brand. Exactly. <laughs> this but point, a story, brand. it's like killing like, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, not gonna happen man it's not gonna happen plus yeah. there's there's a lot of dollar bills yes. attached to those characters right 100 percent, 100 but in a story like this what i love about it is there is real stakes and yes. as you're reading right and and as you're seeing things start to take place you start to wonder will this character make it through this three-part series right exactly. and uh, how important that is how important is that to your story do you think? oh it's an it's incredibly important. It's incredibly yeah. important because then I feel like if, because like you can bring back a character, it is possible, but because it is a world of magic, but it needs to yeah. be believable in the rules of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the problem. So many rules are mm-hmm. broken in a lot of the franchises that, that we grew up with yeah. that it doesn't feel 
real anymore. And as crazy as that right. sounds, I don't care. Well, they were spaceships. How could it be real? No, it felt real. Yeah, it felt real. But now when you break the rules of that universe, right now, you reminded me that this is not real. Yeah. And now I'm not invested anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what it is. Yeah. So with Blood Realm, there needs to be stakes. And yeah. there are rules that even I have to abide by. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I break my own rules, the readers, they're going to be like, wow, really? Come on. Yeah. We're so invested in this. We know how this thing works. You mean to tell me you forgot or yeah. you're not that interested to pay attention of how the you the rules you made? Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's important. Yeah. It's important. Mm -hmm. Now, out of the current creators at Alterna, I feel like you and Tyler have mm -hmm. some similarities in the stories that you're trying to tell. Completely different stories. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Oh, but sure. it's, it's world building, it's character development, it's all these different things. Mm -hmm. And then you have Wes and Brian that have a core of their story that has two characters that will always stay the same. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, right? You have oh, sure. Yeah. Or you have um, Wolf and Batsy, right? And yeah. so, I mean, though, that's the core of the story. They go away, the story goes away, right? Sure. Um, yes. How often do you speak to Tyler because you do have some similarities in how you have to develop the world? Or do you try and stay away from that just so that you don't take in something that maybe is part of that world? Because we're human, right? And when you start to hear things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that takes place at all um, within Alterna. Uh, not really. I mean, yeah. we talk, but uh, we're also, we also are, are influenced by the same, the same stuff. We love history. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For we're sure. fascinated by, uh, by religion as well. We yeah. love studying all that stuff. We yeah. love studying philosophy. We, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, there's bound to be some similarities in that sense. Yeah. And uh, we also like similar artists too. So <laughs> you know, we love European art, you know, and yeah. we love European comic art. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but we, we never really sat down and broke down what we were going to do for our stories. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in that sense. But, but no, we're influenced by the same thing. And that's I guess awesome. that's a testament to, to all of that. For sure. I mean, both have very successful um, series going on. So yeah, I would definitely say so. Definitely. Yeah. Say so yeah, that's awesome, man. Wow. So, okay. You have about 12 or 13 issues that someone can buy right now. Yes, right yeah, now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, having those 12 or 13 issues, how difficult is it <laughs> as you're writing that story, especially if you have a main character that maybe is in issue 13 and he started in issue one? Because oh, yeah. I, I could see this being an issue because, again, we're all human. You want to make sure that whatever you're doing with that character aligns with how that character is operated throughout the entire series. Oh, yeah. Like, how often do you have to go back to like issues one through three just to make sure that whatever you're doing in 13 makes a lot of sense? And it, oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean, he can't pull out a bazooka because that would be weird, right? <laughs> that would <laughs> now, be that would cool. Be an easy one to catch. <laughs> but are there little right. things that you have to go back in and just say, okay, just so I remember exactly what happened in that first um, three part series? If I'm going to bring it up in this series, I want to make sure that I get the verbiage correct. So I don't get called out by one of my fans going, that never happened mm -hmm. in that first series. You know what I mean? <laughs> all the time. All the time. All man. the time. That's the answer. The answer yeah. is all the time. I have reader copies okay. that are beaten to heck. <laughs> and they're always on my desk. And yep, I'd be yep. like, okay, let me do this and that and this and that. And I was like, 
Wait a minute. Hold on, Rob. <laughs> Go back because I don't think that may be a little bit of a, of a paradox there, a yeah. time paradox. We got to open up. Okay, I can't do that because we yeah. did something like this. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, especially with a universe this big. I have like the periods and the ages written out okay. chronologically of what took place, mm-hmm. who died, you know. Uh, what happened here in the in the environment because you yeah. can't just suddenly like say something happened that changed the environment or the landscape mm-hmm. and now when they go back that's not there anymore yeah yeah you know you can't do that so no it's always going back to the yeah. previous issues to remind myself of the crazy history <laughs> yeah, yeah so you have your reader issues but you also it sounds like you've created some sort of a map that you could go back and you could, could kind of, yeah, yes. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I always I wondered have. that, especially as you get into issues like 1920. I mean, at oh, Alterna, yeah. if you have, you know, 17 issues, that's almost four years, right? Probably of work that you've done. You come out with four issues a year, possibly. Yeah, I've been, I was published, was it 2018? January oh, wow. 2018? Yeah. Years. I don't even, what is that? That's <laughs> it's a lot. You're doing pretty good, my friend. You're doing good. <laughs> five years, five and a half years. Somewhere five. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. That's dope, man. Thank you. I it's love so it. Awesome. I love it. I, yeah. That's the thing, you know, with comics. That's yeah. why I even tell, I even have a, I teach a comic class too. I tell the students, they're like, you got to love this. Yeah. You have to love this. No, you can't just like it. Yeah, you got to yeah. love this. If you want to make comics, you got to love it. Yeah. Because there are multiple jobs in this mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. You're the director, you're the writer, you're the, <laughs> you're the the screenwriter, you're the costume designer, you're the actor when you draw their faces. You're the set designer. Yeah. You're everything. You're doing all of this. Uh, you have to love it. Yeah. You got to have fun. But that's the thing cuz I'm having a blast. Yeah. And sometimes there's some moments where I'm like, oh man, I'm just not feeling it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's normal. But then you're then you're sitting there and you're like, well, maybe if I'm not feeling it, maybe I gotta change the direction. And yeah. then that one little change suddenly is like, oh wow, I'm 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 14 again and I'm yeah. ready to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now, now because, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jerome. No, you gotta have fun. You gotta have fun. I mean, let's let's be honest, right? I, I don't know too many multimillionaires that are in the comic book <laughs> industry, right? I, and I don't care if you're <laughs> published by a, an independent publisher or some right. of the ones, right? I mean, the reality is no one's gotten super rich except for a few, right? You got your McFarland, sure. your Mark Sylvester's, your, right. maybe Mark Wade or some of those guys that have been uh-huh. in for a long time and made a name. But um, this is really a passion, I think, industry. And people yeah. that are in it are in it because they love the the comic, um, the different genres, everything about comics, right? Yeah. And uh, man, it, it, that's why I love independent uh, comic creators and that's why i spend most of my tom time in the indie i mean obviously yeah. I, I love dc i love Marvel, oh sure um but i i i prefer indie comics because i think some of the most unique and um most enjoyable stories are being told exactly. um, yeah. on the indie side of it and and when you meet these indie creators like yourself most of them are extremely passionate about what they're doing and that's the mm-hmm. driving force as to why they continue to do it um, but they right. all have day jobs, right? They all work yeah. something else for the most part. That's right. That's you right. have to do it. Yeah, you have to. I have to. There's something that yeah. I, I can't describe it. I, yeah. I, I wish I could put it to words other than yeah. just saying it's like a calling, but it feels yeah. like that. It feels like some kind of 
I can't help it. It's what it is. It's like a calling. I have to do this. I love this so much. Of course, I'm working very hard to make good money from it without a shadow 100%. of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. But I, I need to do this. I need to tell this story. I need to make Blood Realm. Yeah. And as long as there's just, even if there's just a handful of people, I would, I would need to do this. Yeah. I would yeah. need to. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, because you spend so much time in Blood Realm, and like you said, there's going to be days where you're just flat. You're just not feeling yeah. that day, right? Yep. Do you have other creations, other stories that you're doing on the side where you could kind of go back to and maybe one day it'll be published down the road, but mm -hmm. this is kind of your escape mm -hmm. from blood realm where you could start to tell maybe a different story that's completely different and oh, it sure. fresh and, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, sure. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Um, I have a pulp. <laughs> I love the pulps. I love yeah. the shadow. I love the phantom. I love all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I used to read. 1930s pulp magazines and nice. amazing stories. I have yeah. reprints of them. I love That's the black cool. and white illustrations from those. Yeah. I love yeah. that stuff. So I have a pulp novel that I wrote. Oh, how I, cool. Over the years. Yeah. It's like it's published already or just kind no, of your no. own little thing that you have. Eventually, you know, maybe I'll crowdfund and we'll make it like a, an original pulp novel. Yeah. You know, we could cool. print it. I don't know. We'll figure yeah. it out when the time's right. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, I'm like, I've been in the lands of Mordrin for a long time. I need to I need to go on a vacation. Yeah. So let me have some World War II zombies. There we go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. it. That's that. So yeah. So th there are projects that I pop in and out of. Yeah. And yeah. when I just want a mental break mm -hmm. from this this bigger bigger world. Yeah, which continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger too, right? With every oh, issue. Sure, that's the thing. You know, you're, you're adding more more and more layers to this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I have an ending. I have an ending set. Okay. I have a, yeah. So it's not like this is like where are we going? It's not. It's not lost. You know. Like yeah. It's yeah. So lost. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Uh, I have a very clear ending. So okay. it's just making the ride that much more enjoyable toward it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, once you get to that point where you've done whatever issue it is and it does come to an end. Mm -hmm. uh, because you have a passion for comics and you love what you're doing, do you have something else that you're already thinking about that you want to do as kind of stage two of Geronimo um, mm. comics or you're not there yet? Uh, I have, I have something. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, something that's slowly I've been working on here and there is a little yeah, break yeah. and that's been slowly getting bigger and bigger. Very good. But uh but yeah, I, I can't. I can't even. It's crazy. I know there's going to be an end to Blood Room eventually, but it's hard for me to even imagine it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we'll see how many issues it takes to get there. Who knows? Yeah, Forty yeah. or fifty. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, it, it seems like you know. I, I certainly follow alternative comics, and then uh, you know, I connect with Pete quite a bit, and it seems like all the Indiegogos for you know, the different offerings where it's an off August offering or whatever, it yeah. seems like they very easily hit their marks, um, which right. means people are, are invested. So yeah. I don't think it's a rush for you to get to the end anytime soon. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like people true. are enjoying it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. As much as sometimes there's days I'm like, I got to just end this thing. And I'm yeah. just like, what are you crazy? 
Because I talk to myself. That's how yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I have four kids and there's a lot of times where I want to end one of them. <laughs> but, but you love them, right? So you don't do it. You, do, you It's a thought that comes by. You keep it to yourself because it'd be crazy if you release that. But uh, uh, the, this right here is a baby. Brilliant. This is your baby, it is. right? And so it is a baby. I'm sure there's days where you're like, man, I'd like to slap the heck out of that thing. And But you don't do it, right? That That's the difference between being sane and insane right is <laughs> you keep it here and you don't act out on it right <laughs> you're, you're a thousand percent correct exactly well said well yeah, said yeah. that's awesome so geronimo because of the the genre that you're passionate about and you kind of answered this a little bit so if you've already answered it great but mm -hmm. is there a comic creator that you followed mm -hmm. that you're like man i i can't get enough of this writer um, because mm. of what their, their success within the genre that I love this horror slash fantasy, um, mm. or, or maybe it's outside of comics and maybe it's just another author that has done novels on this genre mm. that you have followed for a very long time. I mean, does that exist or is it really a lot of the older arts that are really driving a lot of the, the passion that you have around this? I'll say I could easily say in, in, um, in comics, Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky, it's okay. A, yep. Yeah, it's a uh, Meta Barons. Mm -hmm. That and then he has a, he has a couple. I have a couple of others. I forgot the other names. Yeah, um, Megalex. I think was another one. Uh, I I just I just love his stuff. It's really? just so out there and crazy. I'm not familiar, and, so I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to after this send me a sure. note. The author Meta, so I can pick one up. Meta Barons is probably arguably my favorite of all really? time. Really? I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah. It's incredible. And uh I even his his uh his westerns are just wild and crazy. That's awesome. Nutty writing. And I love it. It's just so <laughs> out there. And yeah, the concepts yeah. his concepts, particularly with Meta Barons, is so heavy and has that Greek tragedy elements of it. It's just um I was floored when I first read that. And That's awesome. Yeah, that so that's that's definitely yeah. comic book artist, a uh, comic book writer. Where I'm like, okay, gotta get it, yeah, gotta get it. Yeah. So, not many, you know, yeah. uh, but but that's that's the one where I'm like, yeah. I gotta read what he's doing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, so you're doing the the writing, you're doing the art, <laughs> you're doing mm -hmm. the lettering, like you're doing it all, right? Right. What is your least favorite out of out of what uh, you do as far as getting a comic completed? Probably my least favorite is the coloring. The coloring? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. That it? can, it's, it's a lot. And depending how detailed I made an image, sometimes I'm cursing myself going, why did you have to put all this detail? Now you got to color and you got to put a highlight on every little bulbous thing coming out of this guy's back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, about that. For me, for me personally, because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm meticulous. Yeah. You yeah. know, I know that about myself. So I, I need to, even if it's something so crazy that when you zoom in on Photoshop, you know, you would yeah. see it, but no one else would see it. I'm that way where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to know. And it's terrible. Yeah. Coloring, yeah. coloring for me. Coloring is the least favorite. And then what's your most favorite? Is it the art? Is it the writing and the storytelling? What is your favorite? Mm. You know, one thing. Oh, it's two stages. Mm -hmm. My first, my favorite stage is the birth of the idea and the research. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just love it. That's that's those are the days where I'm I have headphones 
and I'm going for long walks on trails and I'm just imagining, imagining all these scenarios, imagining the universe, getting really pumped up, thinking, and I have a little notebook in my hand as I'm walking, taking down notes and love that. Absolutely love that period. And that's when the research happens, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to draw anything yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then uh, the drawing is also great because then you start to see it coming to life. Yeah. And I love the, I love the lettering. The lettering is a lot of fun because that's when the words, that's when you see everything come together. It's like you did all of those stages and now the words come and then you see that beautiful marriage between image and text. And then I'm just like, it's a comic. Yes. You made a comic. So that, that is in terms of those specific things, I would say that part because that's when all of a sudden, that, like the method to the madness proves that something comes out of it. Yeah. 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 There is, there is a method to this and it works. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Do you have a favorite character you love drawing? Hmm. I'm going to have to say Chiron again. I guess yeah. I'm just so dope, man. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, he, he's, he's a knight with a flaming sword. Yeah. You know, he looks, he's influenced by the, by the Knights Templar, you know, yeah. Like it's just he's like seven foot. I mean, he's got the build of Conan the Barbarian. I mean, let's, yeah. I can't, how could I, you know? <laughs> um, it, I would have to say Chiron. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just he's just a blast, and he, it's cool because you know we don't have many human characters yeah. to root for in Blood Realm because yeah. I purposely chose a period in the story where mankind is in basically almost wiped out. Yeah, yeah, it's in bad shape. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's fun in a weird way because and and unique to the reader. Yeah. Because we're so used to seeing the humans as the main characters. Yeah. And working their way to winning everything. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings, but which is fine, you know. Yeah. I love Lord of the Rings. I mean, if you want to talk about a book that greatly influenced me, I call him Uncle Tolkien because Uncle Tolkien feels like an uncle. Yeah. The greatest stories for me, The Hobbit. As a kid, reading that was unbelievable. For sure. And for sure. seeing human beings wiped out. Yeah. At the start of your story where they're in bad shape and you're following these other races that are taking over. Yeah. I just, I find that to be a really great pull. You know, it's like, oh, this is different. Yeah. You know, that, that there's stakes even for the human race. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I think in issue one or two or three, it's in that first series um the ship is taking off and he's with those two robots and he jumps out on the top yes the sword lights up and he goes like that and i can't remember the name of those characters where it's just thrive yeah Yeah. he just goes right through the middle of one of them (laughs) yeah that was pretty dope man that was pretty dope yeah yeah you gotta show the power of chiron there yeah you definitely see that power i mean he didn't have to touch him right that was from a distance it was just the light from the sword exactly everything right (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a non-human creature, what's been the most fun to draw? Because there's all, I mean, just in the first 10 issues, there's some crazy yeah. creature type things mm-hmm. that you've been able to create. Um, sure. What's the one in the first series, or maybe it's a second series where it's like a snail and he comes out? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, so that's called the unbridled one. The unbridled one, yes. Yeah. That kind of freaked me out too. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I looking at, dude? He just comes out like that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I, I would say my favorite is it's drawing the Satrians, the goat race. Oh, the goat race. Yeah. The, that's the later humanoid on, goats. Yeah. I yes. love drawing those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Love drawing them. They're so much fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I would have to say that race. I love drawing those guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. All right, Mr. Geronimo, um, as far as next issues, right? You said issue 13 or 14 is next coming out. 13 is going to the printer. Okay. And, and what, then, what um, yep. Indiegogo will that be part of? Because it'll, I assume it'll be part of a group that... Uh, that was already part of the August. Oh, the so, August one. Okay. Yep. I got that yes. one. I'll get that so one. Yeah. That, that is on its way to the printer. And then what I'm going to do in April... Okay. Uh, issues 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. You're going to do whole, five in one? And five in one. This way wow. you get a giant stack yes. of Blood Realm. Yeah. You don't have to wait so long, you know, and then that's it. You're just going to get this package in the mail that's going to be five issues. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to do for everybody. I think that's going to be awesome because then you yeah. just be like, wow, I got this stack. <laughs> it's not one issue. You got five issues yeah. of Blood Realm. That's huge, I mean, let's man. go, right? You know what Is I mean? Most any creator has done at one time during one of those events? I think. Well, it's going to be my own. It's going to oh, be it's my own. own. Oh, it's your own. I'm going to do. And then he's going to publish it, you know? Yeah. Um. So nice. A little Blood Realm Indiegogo coming. Yeah. I think that'll be great. And we could yeah, do some sure. really cool merchandise. You know, yeah. we can work things out. I would love to do a little, we're working on doing a little mini figure, very small. Oh, that would be dope. Of, of just Chiron with his sword like this, just yeah. about three, four inches. Gotta get Nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, little statue. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm a fan of figures. I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my favorite ones, and maybe it'll look a little bit like this. Um, I don't know if you're a Canto fan. Canto. Canto. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Yeah, one of my favorite comics. It's just a fantasy comic. It's written by David Boer, and he created it as well. But it's called Canto. And what year? Fun, fun. I mean, it's still... Uh, I I mean, the, he does series, too. So he'll do like a three-part series, a four-part series. Um, but yeah, I got this at San Diego Comic-Con this year. This is one oh, of the beautiful. little statues that he came out with. But I could see something very similar it's to exactly that. like that. With Chiron. Yeah, that would be dope, man, to have oh, a good figure, man. Oh, uh, yeah, that's exactly the size yeah 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 no it'd be awesome yeah he's probably about an inch and a half maybe oh he's only an inch yeah about an inch and a Holy half smoke. Maybe oh, so he, would be, he yeah. would be three chiron would be three i mean he's seven foot tall man so he's got to be taller <laughs> than canto he can't be, yeah, he canto better be. Draw, call me man i'll let you know what size to do it man just so it fits within my world that i've created man. yeah i see that <laughs> because that's the most important thing to you right now is of fitting course. my statues <laughs> i'm happy to do it <laughs> i met this guy one time and he's telling me how to do my statue man. <laughs> well that's exciting oh, man. man so that will be part of that uh yeah um, april uh, in I april so man, that's dope I'm going to be showing more artwork. Um, that's going to be it's going to be packed with content. Uh, I'm even overwhelmed by the amount of content, but it's probably going to be the most like this could be its own thing. Like yeah. that's how epic this story yeah. is going to be. And it's dope. not just an origin for Chiron. It's going to be the other characters that he meets, mm. and and we're going to see the mages in power because. Mm -hmm. We've heard about the mages in power. Right. We heard how they were the the ones who 
really gave Mordrin civilization. They're the first right. civilization. And then we're going to see how the humans came into power. Mm. It's, it's a lot of powerful storytelling. And I'm, yeah. like I said, tons of research and timeless themes from Greek tragedy and Shakespearean themes, yeah. biblical themes. It's, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> that's super exciting man and it yeah. sounds awesome man i can't wait, can't wait. for that <laughs> me um, neither yeah i'll be one of the first ones signing up for that one uh, thank you brother i appreciate that. it oh for sure for sure man i i tell you man i again uh let me see here's so i have up to issue 10 so i gotta get 11 and 12 but uh i mean where can uh, you find a two dollar and 50 cent comic book man i know you know what i mean it, it just blows me away and that's why i really love Alterna, man, you're getting high, high quality um, Ooh, stuff. Look at that stack. Yeah, look at that, man. <laughs> I feel like i playing poker or something, man. But <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, beautiful. Man. So beautiful, man. But yeah, I mean, where can you get stories like this, art like this for that kind of price point? I mean, of course, you, you look yeah. at DC and Marvel. I think most of the prices have gone up to like $4.99. Oh, yeah. And oh, then you know, they keep coming out with one of these like, it's a larger mm -hmm. volume special edition one shot, and they're nine ninety nine. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, you gotta be kidding. Me. Pages, so yeah, it is a few more pages. But I mean, how God. are how are fans affording this? And and that's why I tell people get on to Alterna Comics um, website and check out what they're putting out there because man, if you want affordable um, comic books mm -hmm. uh, with amazing stories, amazing art. That's why I told Pete, man, I have so much respect that he's been able to find a way to keep the cost down. And I'm yeah. getting close to 50, uh, Geronimo. Mm -hmm. um, you, I touch one of these comic books. I go back to the late 80s, early 90s, go. immediately. Touching that paper, that newspaper, that newsprint. I get chills, man. It just, it makes me yes. feel good. It makes, this nostalgia just kind of covers me. Um, yeah, feels like home. The stories. Yeah, exactly. Feels I like home. It. And yeah. honestly, that's, it takes me even back to its even deeper origins of the pulps. Yes. You no, know, yeah. because that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. You no, know, it was meant to be like, like I, we got to a point where we're almost ashamed of its roots, yeah, which yeah. boggled my mind. Yeah, nah. No, no. The roots are in that, in that literal rooty paper, <laughs> it's that pulpy paper. It's in those. Absolutely. Roots, man. 100%, no, and, man. and that's why I, that's why I wanted Pete to publish it. When he told me he's doing this newsprint thing yeah. so many years ago, six years ago, I was like, Wow, I was like, so Blood Realm would be on newsprint. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't fathom. I was like, yeah. well, and, and he was the only one out of all the people I, I sent it to because I sent it yeah. to other indie publishers. Yeah. He said, You're going to tell more stories in this universe, right? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, oh, you want more? And he was like, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, you're going to tell more. You're going to tell more in this universe. And I was like, I certainly can. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's it. I like this guy. <laughs> the only one who asked out of all those publishers. That's he's awesome. the one who asked. That's awesome, man. But he that's wanted awesome. more of that world. And now here we are, if it wasn't here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's awesome. Actually, when I was speaking with Brian, um, that same excitement you had about the newsprint he had too, because I very similar to you, right? He grew up on horror comics. Yes. Loved that whole realm. And he said the newsprint was the selling factor because oh, yeah. of all the old school, you know, tales of the crypt, those kind of things mm -hmm. that he grew up on, right? That newsprint was a big part of that back in the Huge. 50s and 60s. And so, yeah, he was completely sold. And, and I'm completely sold as a fan because 
it just brings so much uh, joy um, being able to touch a comic book like that. And, you know, I, I spend a lot of money on comic books every week. My wife would uh, tell you that. And uh, <laughs> to, be able, to be able to say, look, look, honey, these are only two, two fifty, three bucks, man. There you go. It's <laughs> awesome, man. It's awesome. Can't say no to that. Can't say no to that, Geronimo. Brother, man, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. What else can we cover that we haven't covered already that you're doing that you want fans of yours to know what's going on? Oh, sure. Um, check out my YouTube channel, Geronimo yeah. Draws. I am yeah. doing draw streams, uh, daily draw streams. I'm trying to do them once a day. And I draw sketch cards. I draw yeah. all commissions. All commissions are drawn live on the channel. So you have that documented for yourself. If you ever want to see, hey, look, this this guy drew it and he, I, I, his proof and he yeah. did it <laughs> have that there yeah and art is for sale too so during yeah. the draw stream if you like it i always put up a secret perk link on indiegogo so you can get that that original artwork nice so that's been a blast and i talk about everything it's almost like a podcast because as i'm drawing i talk about whatever figure in history i'm fascinated by i talk about <laughs> The best pizza toppings or the best <laughs> pasta dishes. We talk a lot about food. For some reason, yeah, food yeah. comes up a lot on the Geronimo draws draw streams. But we have a great group and yeah. really trying to build that up now more than ever. So if you could check that out, I would really appreciate it. And also check out uh, Blood Run if you haven't, if you're hearing about this for the first time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No. I, I would tell you, um, if you are listening to this and you haven't read Blood Realm, you're making a huge mistake. Um, amazing story. The world that's been created is absolutely uh, second to none. Um, and in fact, uh, I went ahead and purchased a couple. Uh, there's issue one and um, yeah, that's issue one and two. And I will be um, yeah. as this. So this will go live. We're doing it right now. Pre-recorded. This will go up on our YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcast this Saturday. Um, and to celebrate this going, I will be giving away this. So if you're following oh, us on uh, TikTok wow. and or Instagram, we'll go ahead and give issues one and two away. I might even throw in issue three just so you get that first uh, series. So that way you could finish it. But uh, yeah, just all my followers. And I'll make sure I do a, you know, a, a TikTok and an Instagram stream of this too. But let's go ahead and give this away, Geronimo. I want people to wow. read it so they could talk about it too because it is awesome. And I did this with Unit 44. I did it with Wolf and Batsy. It just, it's fun, That's man. Incredible. Uh, yeah. And then we'll get this out there. And and it makes it easier because it's a lot less expensive for me to do this. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. you guys have amazing cost structure for fans to really dive in, man. And mm -hmm. and that's why I'm all in on it Alterna because it's just such an amazing publisher. Um, yeah. and you guys just do things right. So congratulations you, on all your sec uh on all your success. Um, Geronimo and uh, man if you ever want to come back on we'd love to have you on especially oh, as we sure. get closer to uh, that awesome Indiegogo that you're going to yes. do near April hopefully <laughs> I could and maybe you could kind of just hold up Chiron for us and let us yeah. know what it looks like so that, that people know what they're getting when they're doing it man that would be awesome uh, remember three inches he's seven foot tall man he can't be smaller than Canto Canto's like three feet tall brother so <laughs> yeah no we got to work on that for sure gotta get that height accuracy down <laughs> exactly man. Exactly. but yeah no, I, I can't tell you how much i appreciate you coming on man i oh, i've watched course. you all the time on the alterna site and all of those uh little things that you guys do to uh mm -hmm. get your art out there and 
you sure. seem like such a humble, awesome human being, man. And I was like, Thank dude, you, I can this guy on, man. And so I'm glad <laughs> that I did. And I hope this isn't our last time, my friend. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You will hear from me when I promise you, when we get closer to promoting that thing for the next yeah. volume, we'll talk about it. I love it, man. I love it. Well, Mr. Geronimo, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And if there's Thank anything you. we could do at World at War Comics for you, please let us know, my friend. Oh, will do, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you again.